Broadcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dewback Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, Jared Bachman-Stubbs and Mike Dolan. Welcome back to the Dewback Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Jared the Dark Jedi, Bachman Stubbs. Joining us, as always, is Black Leader, Travis Grossman. Howdy. We have the Lore Keeper, Connor Chiquiti. Hello, everyone. And we are very honored to be joined by YouTube's own Cubs fan, Han. What's going on, my friends? Very excited to have you on, but a big fan of your channel, uh, Galaxy of Heroes player myself getting absolutely railed by this meta. Um, <laughs> I have I I am no I'm so far behind. I got uh, Jedi Knight Revan to gear thirteen, and I don't think I have it in me to keep going with any more gear thirteens. Um, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that a hundred percent. Yeah, it's 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 a lot to take in. Uh, however, we are not here to talk about Galaxy of Heroes, though I would love to do that with you at some point. We are talking Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order today. Finally going to do an in-depth review of the game. Uh, not 100% sure when this episode will actually be coming out between the last Jedi audio commentary and actual review for The Rise of Skywalker. So you guys will hear this eventually. It'll be a great time. Uh, Cubs, you got to go out to that EA Game Changers event. Yes. That everybody got, got to go out to. So... Now that the game is out and you you guys are you don't actually have to be wor- that worried about spoilers. How much of the game did you guys get to experience when you went out there? From a plot perspective, really not much. Um, basically, they gave us the game shortly after the tutorial on that first planet, um, Braca. Yeah, is that what it's called, Braca? Yeah, yeah. Braca. Um, yeah. And we were on uh, Zepho. And we could we oh, could shit. go to yeah we could go to Dathomir but of course at that point you're not leveled up enough Dathomir you just kind of get destroyed and so yeah the fan in me the Star Wars prequels and uh, or I should say Clone Wars fan in me which is a prequel yeah uh, was just like oh Dathomir even though Des like don't go to Dathomir I was like no I'm going to Dathomir <laughs> it's available I'm going there got completely lit up. On Dathomir, I said, okay, all right, I'll go to Zepho. <laughs> and so we, I played on Zepho for about two and a half hours after being stubborn on Dathomir for about, you know, 30 minutes. And, um, it, you know, two hours, two and a half hours of play on on um, Zepho, and you didn't really get much plot in there. Just I, I hit a few puzzles. I, I made it to the temple and, and that kind of thing. So, But I was ecstatic about the game uh, with that amount of time. So did they clue you guys into being able to get to the Saber Staff at all? Not at all. No? I wish they had. No. But they actually, they did deliberately tell us to not mention the double Saber. They wanted that to be a surprise. Oh, that's cool. I I like that they, I, so it was like launch day. Like it was like the Thursday when I got to pick up my game from GameStop. 
that I saw Star Wars HQ uploaded a video like how to unlock the saber staff and fall in order. And I was just like, oh. my mind was completely blown. I'm like, there's a fucking saber staff? What? <laughs> and, and, like it just completely yeah, blew was, my mind. That was a genius video on his part. Kind of spoiler. Like maybe yeah. he got some crap for spoiling. But I yeah. saw that and I was like, oh Ryan. <laughs> you went for the views on that one, didn't you? Yeah, you went right for the yeah. Yeah. Which oh. by the way, he was there with us. Uh, yeah, and, I thought so. Um, yeah. Oh shit. I, fun story about Star Wars HQ. He's a great guy. Ryan is. I, I didn't meet his brother. Um, but we we talked a lot and we through talking we found out we're both from Arizona. And oh, cool. then we started discussing where, and it turns out the dude lives within five minutes of my house. No Holy way. Shit. That is so yeah. cool. So we are very, world. very close to each other. We keep meaning to meet up, but we haven't done it yet since. So we've only met each other in California, even though we live within <laughs> five minutes of each other. That's but. hilarious. That is wow, such but, a small world. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah See, a, there's no crazy. Star Wars podcasters from Pennsylvania. Like there's uh, there's Broaxium and they're on the other goddamn side of the state. Like that's <laughs> it. Um but I I remember like here I one of my biggest questions about Fallen Order that like I want to talk to a dev so badly is where mm. in the story did they intend people to get the saber staff? Yeah, that's mm. what I wanted too. Because that has confused me so much. Like I remember, Travis, you said you found somewhere on Bagano where you can build it. Yeah, if you um once you have force push, <clears throat> um you can force push a thing down, you find a workshop in a cave with a bench that like I at that point had the saber staff when yeah. I found it, but a friend of mine told me that's where he got the saber staff. Um, and then I think uh, Connor mentioned to me that he got his on Kashyyyk. Yeah, it was weird. I got mine the second. Hot damn. Really? Yeah, I know it was so, no, no. Cause here's the thing. Like, so when I heard that there was this, that you get a double-bladed saber, I wasn't surprised at all because just the broken hilt and everything. Um, yeah. But I heard from other friends of mine that you get it on Dathomir. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I have to wait till Dathomir to get it. However, it was, I want to say maybe five to ten minutes before I faced off with the ninth sister, I went, I went to some, like, random work i found some random workshop and cal just started doing some weird shit and i'm like oh he's i don't know what he's doing and then all of a sudden it's a double-bladed lightsaber and i'm like cal just pulls out a blowtorch and like oh like what the f i was like yeah. what the fuck yeah i, I that's crazy I, I know i just didn't th i just thought it would be locked in that's clever to the story now, and just oh, now i kind of um, want to replay it without getting the saber stuff and like go all the way to ilum yeah, because like that's the big deal on Ilum is you unlock the ability to like take it apart. Yeah, those really no. big hits. Cubs, you obviously knew about the saber staff before the game came out. Where did you, where did you build yours? Like, did you already know about Dathomir or? Yeah, so I deliberately sought it out. I was yeah. on a stream and somebody was like, "Yo, you can get it on Dathomir." I was like, "Well, let's go to Dathomir." Yeah, and so <laughs> I that's just really interesting. Right there and got my double bladed saber. So I'm not sure if they, I, I'm not sure if they intended it to be much of a plot point. It was just kind of a progression. I, I can't think of anything that you had to have it for really. And if you didn't have it by Ilum, then I'm just I'm curious to see how the game would have handled that. Yeah. Maybe maybe it just would have been 
you get it then because you decide to fuse the two sabers together. Exa yeah, it's, it's a very interesting element to it because I know I was telling them right before you hopped on um, – because I, I first beat the game on story mode because I just wanted to blast through it and avoid spoilers. And I felt like I had like a moment of like machismo where I was like, well, I beat it on the absolute easiest difficulty. And as a Star Wars fan, I deserve better. So I'm going to play on Jedi Grandmaster. And, oh. and I, it has been painful. <laughs> I hate myself for that decision and I've not turned down Jared the difficulty yet. Sent, I, there was literally a video that Jared sent on Twitter where he um he had it he had it on the uh, on the TV and it was loading the the new game for his difficulty on Jedi Ma on Jedi Grandmaster and then he s switches it back to his face zooms in and he all he says is I'm in danger yeah <laughs> the, the Simpsons meme um, <laughs> so but like I was replaying it with the saber staff. I got to the part where you fight the second sister on uh, Zepho in the mining facility. And whenever Cal first sees the second sister, he ignites both blades mm. in that cutscene. But in every other cutscene, he only turns on one blade to fight the ninth sister. And I had the saber staff by the time I fought the ninth sister on Kashyyyk. He turns on one blade. When he fights Vader at the very end, very briefly, he only turns on one blade. So I'm really curious as to like where the developers intended like the blades to come in and in what capacity. Mm -hmm. um, Cubs, what's the what uh difficulty did you play through on your first time? So I started with Jedi Master. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not about that life. And so I went <laughs> down to uh, Jedi Knight, and I was able to stay there the whole time up until the very last boss when we fought the second sister um, at the fortress and I was streaming it and I was like, this is too hard. I'm yep. going to story mode. And I started <laughs> I playing you, yep. story mode and I was like, this just feels dirty. This, does, this felt... isn't right. And so I, I switched it back and I manned up and I beat her on Jedi Knight. <laughs> when I, nice. when I, I played through most of the game on Jedi Knight and when I got to that fight i'd been through about eight tries and after a couple of like really funny glitches during the fight i know you've I was... told them before please tell cubs about the saber staff glitch okay so <laughs> oh shit so i was fighting the second sister and you know how she throws her saber at you occasionally yeah she threw it once and it didn't like get to me it just started hovering in the middle of the room like oh. still spinning and then she went to do that move where she dashes at you and grabs you. So I'm like, yeah. oh, this must be a weird part of the fight where she doesn't use her saber. And then she, like, put her hands back in the motion like she was holding it and started swinging at me with nothing and hitting me <laughs> with nothing. And I was like, this fight was already hard enough, and now they expect me to parry without knowing where her <laughs> yeah, saber fighting is. Fighting the invisible lightsaber. Um, but, like... I was fight doing that fight about two hours before we had to record an episode of Dewback, and I was like, I can either stop here and maybe pick it back up by the end of the week, or I can just lower the difficulty once and finish the game. And I I did not... I took the coward's way out. <laughs> I took the coward's <laughs> way out. And I also have now started a playthrough on Grandmaster to prove to myself I can do it. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, ew, it's his blood, sweat, and tears. Uh... It, I, I absolutely love this game. Um, and I, I, I have not seen like a 
single bad review of Fallen Order. Like I, I think this is just one of those things that everybody's in agreement on that this game is uh, just so much fun. And like I don't, I don't stream. I'm not. A, I I don't do anything on YouTube yet. But like Cubs, I can only imagine how much of a great game for streaming this is. Um. So yeah, I would say it was really really fun while it lasted. Yeah. Um, it's not, a, it's a terrible game for long-term streaming though, because once you beat it, what are you going to do? Yeah. And so I, Battlefront is a much better streaming game because you can get on and stream anytime. But yeah, the first, you know, during the first week of hype, when it was just, everyone was playing through the game, it was so fun to go in and stream it. I loved it. So I, yeah, yeah, that would, that would make sense. It's like, there's not a whole lot of like. Beyond just like wanting to challenge yourself with the difficulties, there's not like a whole huge amount of replayability. Um, I'm stunned by the fact that there's not a new game plus, and I've yeah. talked about that like there on other be. episodes, but like there will be soon. I feel it. I, I mean, the fact yeah. that there's a photo mode before new game plus baffles me. The same thing happened with God of War. Yeah, yeah. They a lot of games have been doing this where they like. They'll load in those features after the fact to push the game out sooner. And it wouldn't surprise me if we saw New Game Plus like shortly after Christmas. Or maybe like mm. in like mid-January. Cause I like yeah. just because I like I just love the way my lightsaber looks, how I have it built on my story mode playthrough. That like I would I want to replay the game seeing like the way my hilt is with the purple blades in the cutscenes, like the really early ones. Mm -hmm. Um, just as I'm that weird nerd like that. Um, right. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's definitely the biggest weakness <clears throat> of the game to me is just that there's no replayability. Yeah. Even with, you know, I'd love them to bring in some DLC for the game. I don't know why they haven't brought in DLC. Um, it could be that they're kind of reserving the, you know, the future of this story for, Fallen Order 2, and you know what? I'm totally down with that. Yeah. I have another version of this game. I'd love Respawn to make a sequel. Um, but uh, I, I, it, it's not just that. It's also that there's not really much side quests or anything like that you can do. A good game to compare it to is like Spider-Man PS4. Yes, um, yes. Going through and 100%ing that game was very fun because there were a lot of side missions you had to do. It I even enjoyed the pigeons. little backpacks. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it wasn't just finding pigeons and backpacks. Yeah. It was there were side missions you could do. There was that, you know, one boss that you kept running into that you'd you'd see and he had challenges for you and that kind of thing. Like I wish there was yeah. something like that. So that even I mean, that stuff from a streamer perspective isn't that great. I mean, the game is kind of you know, these these single player adventure games are good for streaming for like a week and then it's done. Uh, but mm -hmm. from a player standpoint, I I get bored just going in just looking for chests. Like that's all I'm doing right now, looking for chests. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I wish fair. they had side missions, people you could find on planets that had little things for you to do to help them, that kind of thing. I, I wish that they'd add something like that too. More than just New Game Plus, like you said, the DLC, I, I, I wish they'd have side quests. Yeah, I think... You know, EA has that like that that whole stink about DLC and stuff, especially after Battlefront Two, and all hell mm. broke loose with that. That like totally so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was absurd at first with the whole you know you buy Darth Vader, um, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't blame them for being afraid to say, "Oh, here's a single player action adventure game." 
and also here's like 18 expansion packs. But like I got so invested in these characters, I'd buy 18 expansion packs. Like I would buy I would happily buy the you know I'd rather wait to just buy the second game, personally. I understand that. I like then that's a completely fair stance. Like just Especially with some of the the like Little bugs that haven't bothered me yet, but will once I really crack into a Grandmaster play. Yeah, Grandmaster, the game is also really buggy. And as much as I yeah. love it, like, there are some bugs that have just absolutely ripped me apart. I've had two or three instances where my the game will just crash. Oh, and, like, it, it gets stuck on one frame and it just has that, like, eh, sound. Right. That just, like, oh, I, don't, I have nothing else to do now. And, like, I'm just pooped from playing this game for so long. I don't have it in me to restart the game, so I'm going to bed now. Um, so I think, to me, there's a wrong and a right way to monetize a game after launch. Um, Battlefront 2 showed us the wrong way. I think people are, especially in AAA games, very resistant to uh, pay-to-win mechanics. And that's yes. exactly what we had with Battlefront 2 at first the loot boxes, that kind of thing. And I think EA has very much so learned their lesson with that. Yeah. The other wrong way to do it is with the DLC when what you're really doing is giving us half of a game and then giving us the rest of the game through DLC. That's yeah. the way that DLC should not be done. But to That's me, a game Battle like this... Yeah. Like yeah. Both a game like yeah. this, though, a game like this with Jedi Fallen Order, this is a fully fleshed out game. There is nothing wrong, in my opinion, at all oh, yeah. with them I, yeah. bringing DLC to this game. And I don't think there would be controversy no. over that because they brought us such a fantastic product. At first, it's not paid to win. And it's not that they were basically just pay locking the end of the game for us. They're giving us a legitimate expansion. So yeah. that's my opinion on on. No, I'm, I'm completely with you, Cubs. I Yeah, I, I just... It's that way that Cal says, like, where to next, that I'm like, yes, where? I know you're about to wipe to the credits, but I want to know where. Let's go to Coruscant. Yeah, like, I want to raid the Jedi Temple. I want to go to, like, Nar Shaddaa or, like, you know, like, tussle with uh, some crime syndicate. Let's like, go to Coruscant and do what Cal always wanted to do when he was a Padawan. Yeah. And just invade and invade the temple with the remaining Jedi. Yeah, I just, I think it would be so much fun to just get more of this game. Um, I would love to see something. It actually reminds me. This is kind of more of just a general lore comment, but there's not much that I've personally seen. Maybe there's something in a book I haven't read or a comic I haven't read, but there's not much about the Jedi Temple post Order sixty six. Like, not really. Oh, what, no, not in the going new canon. Not in the new canon. And I, I'm sure you're going to have a listener who's who knows about some book where they mention it, but I. I I haven't heard of anything, so I'd love to see something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I'd love cool. to see. Yeah, I mean, I that's one of the really fun missions in the Force Unleashed DLC. Yes, you know, exploring is the like temple. when you go to the temple and yeah. you like hell. And I, granted, I know everybody kept comparing this game to Force Unleashed before release. That mission like in the Force, Force no, not at all. No. But like that that one mission though, when you go to the Jedi Temple on Coruscant and like you fight the Sith Stalker. And like you fight like the worst case scenario timeline version of yourself. I would love the Fallen Order version of that where you fight Inquisitor Cal. Oh, oh, that'd be so fucking And like it just it's just another vision quest where you're throwing down with like your worst case scenario. Um, Force Unleashed is such a good game. Yes. Great. Yeah, absolutely. I love that story so much. Got me into Star Wars. Yeah, that was your that was your uh, jumping off point. 
Um, that makes sense. On the very uh, Fallen Order, in my opinion, is one of those projects and pieces of media where it's easy. It's much easier to talk about the things that aren't great. Yeah, because like the game, there's like the surrounding product is just you can just talk for hours about it. One mm -hmm. of the other things, and I think it's because of how in depth the lightsaber customization is, mm. that I'm left wanting by the customization of everything else. Like ponchos, man, don't you want every color of poncho imaginable? <laughs> the only poncho I put on as soon as like as soon as you spawn in without a poncho. The only one I ever wore was the pink one you get for beating the big frog. Because I... Oh, don't bog, though. Let's go. I earned that shit, and then <laughs> 10 minutes later went, nah, this is ugly, and I took it yeah. off. <laughs> no, no, literally, the only poncho I would wear is just the scrapper one. I did. I and rarely ever wore the ponchos. Like. I thought they looked ugly. The only time I wore a poncho was I is the one that you find on Kashyyyk. Um, or one of the ones you find on Kashyyyk that looks like the Endor ponchos. Just because it looks good on Kashyyyk, especially if you put on like the Pathfinder outfit. Mm -hmm. And that was the other thing. I didn't like that the outfits were just different color schemes. <coughs> like I wish you would have gotten like some type of actual Jedi robes for Cal. And I understand like yeah. the practicality of like it's probably not smart for him to be wearing that. But yeah. like yeah. something that looked cooler than just like I'm a garbage man. Well, it's not you know? cool for him to be wearing Jedi robes, perhaps. I can see that. But he's also swinging his lightsaber around through the game everywhere. And yeah, using the force everywhere. Yeah, that's that's something story-wise that I kind of got a kick out of is at the beginning of the game, they kind of make this big deal of, ooh, use the force, you know, to save his friend at the beginning. Yeah. And then the rest of the game, you're just using it all over the place. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just force <laughs> everywhere. How is this guy not dead by now? Yeah. Well, that was something else that I just, like, story-wise had, like, a couple questions about that, like... I love, and again, I know it's a video game, so like, there's gonna be like a part of it that is inherently kind of warped in like how you perceive the events. But like, you're right. dealing with this this Jedi Padawan who was very early into his apprenticeship when everything went to hell, who's like struggling to use basic telekinesis. But that same guy has like this unbelievable talent with a saber staff that would make Darth Maul blush. Yeah. And like I understand like it's a video game so like for the game to even function you have to just like let stuff like that go. But there's still a part of me in the back of my mind that's like you oh, have fuck. trouble moving rocks. That's nah, fine. But like you're spinning this thing like a goddamn helicopter. Um, <laughs> no, literally I remember when I got the saber staff and started using it. I started thinking about what you said, Jared. That was literally in the front of my mind as I was using the saber staff, and I'm like, "Nah, this feels wrong," and I just would yeah. switch it to the single blade. Um, so uh, real quick, I want I want to like get a feel for this, Cubs. Who were like your like the standout characters for you? Like the the ones that you just immediately latched onto. Well, I would love to latch right onto Marin. I'm sorry, but. No, yeah, I, oh, man. I was That's saying before you got on, I am Dude, shipping Cal and Marin so hard. I yeah. Cal and Marin need to make like beautiful half baby or half human, half Dathomir Night like, Sister babies. 
I think if if somebody would have told me that my one of my big impressions of Fallen Order would be that Night Sisters can be hot, I would have laughed really hard. But that's one of my big impressions of this yeah. game. <laughs> as a Galaxy of like, Heroes, crap, Night Sisters can be hot now. <laughs> as a Galaxy of Heroes player, getting swarmed by Night Sisters zombies like gave me a little bit of PTSD from a couple years ago. Sure. Like there was yeah. a little bit of me that was like, no, no. If there's so many of you, none of you can die. I don't want this. I know, right? Um, but. But imagine them T-posing at you. Yeah. Oh, you. shit. Uh, tell, you got to tell that story now, too. I consistently had this problem where models wouldn't load in. Like, they would load in, but only their base models. So then when they'd move, it would just be them hovering in a T-pose. And I came out of a meditation spot at one point, and three Night Sisters were there T-posing and just, like, slowly hovering toward me before they, like, totally loaded in with their animations. To this day, I still wish that there was a game clip of this. Um, <laughs> just, again, hovering, T-posing, Night Sister zombies. Um, yeah. So, okay, so, Cubs, you're a Marin fan. Yeah, but also, um, is it Grease? Yeah. Oh, God, I love Grease. I want to give Grease the biggest hug. Yeah, he was just funny. I mean, I don't yeah. know what the story is on how he ended up with... I'm trying to remember the his... Is it Sarah? See, yeah, Sarah, Seer. I've heard it. They, even Sarah. they say it in the game inconsistently. <laughs> okay, so I'll just, more I'll just say yeah. Seer. Um, I'm not sure how they teamed up, but I also, I mean, really, all the characters were strong because I thought Seer's backstory was really, really good. Yeah. Um, from a story perspective, the only thing that disappointed me is I, I kind of, I mean, this sounds cynical, but I kind of felt like she should have died at the end. Um, and, and she I didn't. Can see that. That's fair. Yeah, uh, it didn't really make yeah. sense. Like, I, I thought it would have would have been a really cool. I, this is probably a little too like Hollywood, maybe. But I I felt like she should have gotten out there and saved saved her old Padawan or something like that. You know, I I thought that like, would have been trade kind her of life cool. for Trillis. That well, yeah, that would have been an interesting turn. That the game like legitimately made me thought Sierra was dead when she blitzed Vader. Yeah, Dude, but that yeah. said, that like, said, the moment. Sorry, I got my daughter coming up. No, you're good. Buddy. Hey, no, can you go back and play the game? I told you I need a little bit of time. It's <laughs> so adorable. I love that. <laughs> I'll be there in a minute. Okay, I told you I'm not buying any games. Oh, I'm sorry. She made yeah. it so long. You're good. You're good, bud. No worries. Yeah, my wife's out of the house, so. Um, no worries, man. Anyway, well, where were we at? Uh, oh, yeah. At the very end, though, when Vader showed up, like that whole moment, the, especially with the music hitting, you know, yeah. where you knew that music from episode three. Yeah. And you stand there. It was just, I, I had intense chills go down my spine. And then him, you know, saying, you have failed me. And then, you know, I, I thought that made sense too, though. So it's not like I was yeah. disappointed. I just felt like for Sarah's character, it probably made more sense for her to make some kind of sacrifice to kind of come full circle, but yeah, no, I totally I agree with that. And like I said, I remember when Travis and you and I showed Spencer, like uh -huh. the last twenty minutes of the game, when Seer just charges Vader. Like, I want to see if I was just gullible, and like if I was an idiot for thinking she went out. And when our I, the other person who hosts this show, Cubs, who's also a fan of yours, um. Like she when she charges Vader, Spencer Outlaw went, "Oh my God, that was so unceremonious." That's what I. <laughs> that was I went, "Wow, that was unceremonious." Oh wait, she's not dead. I was like, "No, she's Cal, gone." Cal didn't freak out enough. That's how I knew. I, I was like, Cal didn't have a moment like 
Granted, in that big, great moment of great fear, I just said a lot of words that weren't words. <laughs> and, <laughs> in, like that, that. in that moment of great fear, I think Cal's only thought was, I need to get away from that. Yeah. <laughs> I need to put some daylight between me and him. He doesn't even call Vader a person. I He's love a, that. He's what was that? that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I remember like that moment where like, because I had it spoiled for me that Vader was in the game. No, I didn't know anything about it. I just saw like a that thumbnail. Sucks, by the way, I, the whole time you'd be waiting for that to happen, right? Well, I assumed it was going to be like a post credit scene. Like I did not expect him to meet Cal. Oh, okay. Like, That's I had good. a feeling we might see him, but when I, and when I saw him, the little thumbnail I saw was just Vader in the background, Trilla in the foreground, and just that there was red around them. Yeah. And I figured, I'm like, okay, second sister fails, and, like, there's a post credit scene where, like, ooh, we're going to tease the sequel, and Vader's going to be the main baddie of that one, and Cal's, like, just absolutely fucked <laughs> the next time around. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. I was, I was not expecting like confront Vader. And I remember whenever like Trilla was just standing there and like Vader's breathing kind of blends into the idle hum of the machinery in the fortress where like, it was like at the last second where I realized it was Vader's breathing. And I went, Oh, I don't have oh, enough. I don't have enough in my health bar. I don't, I, I can't fight I him. I screamed. Yeah. I think I screamed so loud when the saber came through the elevator door too. Yeah. Yeah, that whole chase that just it was just so terrifying. I love the way that they set that up to feel like you're I mean, just to be chased by Darth Vader was so terrifying and so satisfying. Yeah. Well, I also love the fact that the game just like up front goes, he will get his ass kicked. Yep. Like, this yeah. This fight will last 30 seconds. No, I would yeah. love the line where Vader says you would be wise to surrender. And Cal just goes, yeah. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. Like, bro, that was literally all of us in yeah. that moment. Yeah, I love the way he said that too. He felt like such a kid, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he's, <laughs> he's like, this is not going to end well for me, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm in danger. Yeah. Come <laughs> full circle. That is all I could imagine. Like, as I was like pressing A to like play the Grandmaster difficulty, all that's going through my head is you need to go through the Inquisitor, the Fortress Inquisitorius at some point yep. at the end. This is gonna be fun. Um, so potential sequel because the game's selling well, it's being received well. You know, even all the bugs considered, people are still happy to be enjoying the game. What what would do? What do you? What do we want sequel wise from Fallen Order? Hmm. I just want it to exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just take that. Pretty much. I would love the gameplay to be exactly the same, just exactly this, um, only progress the story. I'd love to see it kind of get more into uh, what life is like as as a Jedi post-Order 66, now that he's kind of completed his training, so to speak. So I think there's a lot they could explore with that, that we could also, um, you know, kind of look into the beginnings of the Rebellion, perhaps, yeah. uh, which I think would be great too. So I think there's, I mean, gosh, there's, that period in between episode three and four is so rich yeah. with so much you can do with the origins of the Empire, the origins of the Rebellion, lots of characters you could weave into it. I, I think it, I think there's an infinite amount of things they could do. They made a very smart call by having it be very early into the dark times. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. Like, because like Rebels, to a certain extent, suffers from we're so close to a new hope 
that like like crazy you, shit needs to happen so that these characters are feasibly not in those movies. And every time a, a Jedi character is introduced between episodes three and four, like they're they're kind of like brought into the galaxy like with a timer on their forehead. Yeah, like like you can't be alive by the time Luke Skywalker joins the rebellion. Right. So like, and there's and that's like part of the reason why I kind of want a sequel, and I kind of want to see them do something similar but different. Because like I do want to see the continuation of Cal's story, but by the same token, like to continue Cal's story requires eventually Cal being killed. Yeah. I yeah. think the the two things you struggle with most in a sequel, well, the one thing, I guess, is how do you progress the the force powers further? Yeah. You know? Mm. Because, like, yeah. the, you can't... You can make them more powerful, but at that point, it gets so convoluted. They're like, I wasn't able to, like, master the Force powers by the end of the game myself. Mm -hmm. But to, like, have to expand on them further would be... Interesting, yeah. at the very least. I think yep. you, like, start introducing more sense powers and, like, more subtle things. Like, you introduce, like, a Force speed or, like, some type of, like... Like, you use, like, whatever the Jedi version of, like, the spider sensor eagle vision is... Okay. To like force sense stuff or whatever. I know, um, uh, no spoilers for the Schmodown Spectacular, but the current, uh, Star Wars movie trivia Schmodown champion of the world, uh, Star Wars Explained, uh, made a comment about how like the Star Wars Jedi title could just be a brand. Yeah. That like Fallen Order is the post Order 66 story, and you could do like. Star Wars Jedi, like, uh, like Order Reborn, and you could do like Luke after Episode Six. Like he pitched mm. that specifically, and I love that idea because, like, we see in Battlefront Two how like Luke's kind of like hopping the galaxy, finding all of these Jedi artifacts, trying to figure out a way to start. I think that would be a great place to start. Like, I think a, a sequel that doesn't directly involve Cal, yeah, doing a story that like is Luke learning the, like, deep Jedi lore. And I think this game made a very smart decision by focusing on this Zepho species. Oh, my God. That, like, they oh. left the door... That, like, the, the game didn't get too close to, like, spoiling early Jedi stuff and creating a possible continuity error once Disney eventually touches the Old Republic. Mm -hmm. And that, like, super, super far back era... Um, but I would love to see Luke establishing his Jedi order. And like, you know, by the end of the game, like you're bringing in a very young Ben Solo and you're starting the order and everything. Yes, I found a way. I didn't even realize that I somehow found a way to bring Kylo Ren into the Fallen Order review. <laughs> oh, gee. What a... I'm not surprised. Yeah, on brand, everybody. <laughs> on brand. Um, I would I would very much like to see just more. I love yeah, Cal. Just more. Just give I, me. I more. want. Yeah. Give me more. I literally just want to see a continuation of Cal's story, the Mantis crew, and what shenanigans they get into. Yeah, yes. I, I, that, I would. Really about I wonder, it. like, what you do with like them joining the Greater Rebellion. Mm -hmm. You know, because like for me, I kind of don't want that. I feel like they can. 
the one thing I really like about Fallen Fallen Order is that there's very little. The only galactic stake there is is the holocron, right? And for the most part, it's a very, very personal story. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish, I really hope, in a sequel, they just continue that person personalization of the story for all the characters and it's just not and it i don't know i just don't want to see the whole rebellion thing because that's like kind of cheap and easy (laughs) yeah yeah really cheap and easy i agree with that the thing we're expecting and there's a lot of things i was expecting in this story that didn't happen and went in a completely different direction that felt so fucking fresh Oh yeah, so I, mean, I would love to see. I would love to see the rebellion. I just wouldn't want the rebellion to be the center of it all. Agreed. Yeah. So Agreed. I wouldn't yeah, mind no, Easter eggs like seeing the origins of the rebellion, or kind of hints of it, or even characters uh, alluding to it, that kind of thing. But yeah, if it yeah. just becomes okay, them yeah. just jumping in, and now they're working with Leia and they're joining the rebellion, you know, that's what that I could not. Yeah, that's what I hated I'm, about the it, Battlefront Two campaign. Oh my it god! Just that was so the, forced. That was my biggest. It felt very right. rushed. Yeah, very rushed. And the fact that they marketed the Battlefront Two campaign is like, oh, this is Empire. Yeah. This is an imperial story. You're playing as an imperial radical. Not. You're well, an, and just thinking about it logically, I'm like, okay, I'm Iden Versio. I've got all of my friends up there on the Death Star. I know you guys just blew them up and killed literally all of them, but it's okay. I'll still join your cause. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I right. Yeah, I didn't mind that she defected. I just, I don't, I didn't mind the why of her defection. It was just the fact it felt super rushed. I figured she was going to defect anyway. I was just angry it was three missions in. Yeah. Like, I wanted to, like, play as, like, this imperial radical. Yeah. Like, there's imperial indoctrination, and then there's Inferno Squad. Wanted to be evil. Yeah, I wanted to play as the bad guys because the dark side's better. And the sort of the sort of bad guys that view that they're not bad guys. So I on the okay noted. Um, I real quick, I have to ask you this, Cubs, because I got to go to Galaxy's Edge recently. Oh, what did you do for your lightsaber? And did you rebuild your lightsaber in Fallen Order? Of course, I've rebuilt my lightsaber in Fallen Order. Good I went man. for the um, Old Republic look. Ooh, okay. That's what and my cousin did. That's what my cousin did. You, you mentioned Star Wars Explained. He was actually with... We, we kind of uh, developed a bit of a bromance out there. Oh, oh that's shit. adorable. Because oh, both of us I can't love... Ha- uh, I watched that both- episode you guys did together and just, oh, so good. Yeah. Fanboying uh, over it. Yeah. He had me at he didn't hate the last Jedi and I was like I like you yeah um, yeah <laughs> I'm a last Jedi fan oh um, for we better, for stand worse. the last Jedi here on this podcast you are hundred percent wait you what I said we we are all over the last Jedi here we are like you like it oh my god I've on oh, I'm on record it. as saying that it's my favorite one wow it literally used to it has it used to be my favorite Star Wars film for almost a year okay so. I really like you guys now. I, <laughs> I feel yes. I feel very passionately about this, and now I'm I'm big on letting other people have their opinions, but yeah, I have Just mine. Be respectful and, about it. Yeah. Exactly, not hard. 
But anyway, so stars explain and I, we kind of, you know, we talked a lot about star Wars a lot and it's just, it's, it was a privilege to talk with someone like him about star Wars. By oh, the way. I'm sure he's, he's, yeah, he's, he just knows so much. He's, he's like one of the greatest. But anyway, he was really excited about my reactions to everything in the park because I'm a big reactor <laughs> and he videotaped my reaction to the, the moment at the end of the saber experience when you ignite your saber. And uh, that was pretty cool. So I, I'm glad to have that because I, I wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, I know. I, I cried off and on like for the whole saber building ceremony. <laughs> yeah, um, I was I got pretty emotional frequently at Galaxy's Edge. It was an amazing yeah, experience. Me too. Um, I know you got to go soon, Cubs. Uh, real quick, before you get out of here, first things first, yeah. uh, score for Jedi Fallen Order. I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. That is a solid score. And nice. where can the lovely people listening find you, sir? Just Google Cubs Fan Han. I guess that should do it. Yeah. Uh, YouTube will come up. That's my primary. Um, I also have a secondary channel just called CFH on YouTube, um, which you'll probably have to find through my YouTube channel. That's just I do some other games over there. It's a smaller channel. And then I also started streaming on Twitch recently because I'm now a full-time YouTuber. Awesome. I cannot thank you enough. Like I said before, I'm a huge fan of your content. Um, between you, Arnold, and Mobile Gamer, I was actually able to like not be dog shit at Galaxy of Heroes. Um, <laughs> I very often would consult your anti-meta videos. Like oh, that was okay, my thing because I was always behind the curve on that kind of stuff. Yeah. So my strategy was always based around how can I kind of like pull this win out of my ass. So it was an honor having you on. I would love to have you on again just because well, you're one of my favorites. Great. And uh, again, thank you. thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Take it easy. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one, bro. All righty. Uh, we're going to keep going here. Uh, Cubs was only able to join us for about a half an hour there. Uh, very happy to have him on. Uh, we're not going to give our scores yet. Connor, you have been sitting on talking about this game for so long. Yeah. So I happily give the floor to you to just kind of splurge here. Fuck. I don't know where to start. <laughs> like, okay, I'll start with story. Um, in short, this might be my favorite Star Wars story ever. Um, just the way it was effectively told. I think, and just, it was so thematically rich. Um, I'm just trying to think of, there's so much, there's like so much to the story that I just loved. Well, something uh, I quite, me personally, I love, I love seeing like real humanity brought into Star Wars. Um, yeah. You know, because there, there's a lot of like, you know, a very cinema sinsy nitpicky like oh such and such watched this horrible thing happen and then they were over it in five minutes blah 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 and like you look like cyclops Beep. travis <laughs> travis has his <laughs> like bar of his headphones over his eye um uh. but uh, the, and even though i think that's kind of, that kind of stuff is nitpicky there is a little bit of truth to that yeah and i quite like seeing this game that is about trauma and it's about people dealing with trauma and the ways and the good Which, and bad ways of dealing with 
losing everything. Yeah, and like just the ways of dealing with their past and how um how they can how some characters like Cal and Seer and Grease um take their tragedies, embrace them and use them to carve out a better path and future for themselves and how other characters like Terran Malikos um and the Inquisitors take tragedy just entirely consume themselves with it and basically go to the dark side yeah and i like i've and i know i've said it before and i'm not the first person to say this and i cite it i i don't ever want to sound like i'm the first person i've ever thought of this as i know i'm not and i would never want to take credit for it but like i have always on a very deep level seen the dark side as like this substance abuse issue and like this is like one of the like how do i put it this is some of the best examples of people using the dark side as a coping mechanism and like learning to deal with the trauma and hurt that they're living with by letting those dark raw unsettling emotions just fill them and consume them and just letting it be their everything uh, because oh, yeah. it's, because it's a lot harder to just feel sad about it. It's harder to feel sad. It's harder to feel loss than it is to just be fucking angry. And I loved seeing the way that Cal finds his he finds his faith again. I love seeing Seer find her faith again, and I love the way I lo- the ninth sister. I just had that like fuck it all attitude that like yeah. I even felt sympathy for her. I know. To a certain yeah, extent. Like, there was a part of me that just quote that she had where she's just like, this is what it's like to lose it all. And I'm cool with it. Yeah. Like, when before Cal pushes force pushes her off the origin tree. Yeah. I don't but, like that. Di- that quote didn't hit me until like I reread it on some posts on the internet and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Um, like, I just, just it's like the fact that they're just so deeply consumed by the dark side that they're almost just numb to it. Yeah. And there's, it's, it's, a, it's heartbreaking. I think I the know. only character in the game who like my heart doesn't legitimately break for is Taryn Malikos. I know, yeah, dude. Because like, I fucking love his character, though. No, he, he's a fantastic the villain, but it's just so cool. Yeah, he's he's an excellent villain, but it was just that moment of you're you're manipulating this poor girl. Yeah, you're lying. You yeah. know what happened. You fucking know it was grievous. <laughs> well, sorry, what? Whenever oh, Marin yeah, no. is talking about her people being massacred, that was a separatist invasion. Yeah, I oh, yeah. figured that out. But like it was Grievous who murdered all of the Night Sisters. Ah. And Malico saying, like, oh yeah, and they used these types of weapons, didn't he? And like Marin as a small child, all she recognized was flashy was yeah, it was was glow it was like a glowy yeah, no, sword. I I, yeah. I figured out what the, like not necessarily that it was Grievous, but that like a lightsaber user did that yeah either dooku or whomever yeah Yeah. 
But it, in there was an episode of Clone Wars where um, Dooku yeah, just fucking massacres. Yeah, Dooku sends Grievous in. That's what out. I'm gonna do on my Christmas break. Besides, record like 85 trillion episodes of Do Back in Hall of Heroes. <laughs> is finally watch all of Clone Wars. You got to do a chronological nice. rewatch. Yes, agreed. You mean like the um, like the the episodes as they occur in the timeline? Yeah. Every time that's every time I've tried to watch the show, that's how I try to do it. Yeah. And I fall out I fall off the wagon because I'm like, oh, I gotta hold this list next to me the whole time and it's a pain in my ass. Well, I know there comes a point where you there's one season that that's like after you do a little bit of episode hopping, that's just it like you what you do a little bit of episode hopping as you go. Yeah. And then you get to season four and just watch all of season four. Yeah, I know. I know that, but getting there is yeah rough. I want to do it, and I I have the same thing as you, where I'm like, this is gonna be a pain in the dick. Because like at least with anime, you can be like, I have the filler list next to me, so when I hit this episode, I skip twenty ahead, and I'm good. Yeah, you know, because I despise anime filler for the most part with a burning passion. That is a deep seated hatred that I can talk about later. <laughs> Understandable. On a different no, show, um, hopefully coming in 2020. Uh, friggin'. Dathomir when I went there the first time in the story and Seer just drops that Clone Wars reference like when you're going into when you're um going into Dathomir via hyperspace I legit like paused the game and was just like let's go yeah and I just got, I literally just got so hyped at that at that Clone Wars reference I don't know I mean it shouldn't surprise me because the lead writer of the story was Matt Mcnevitz, who worked on Clone Wars. Yeah, and he created Cal, like yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and I love that. And I loved um, Jaro Tapal. Like oh my he God. was, I would, I Bro. would love material of just Jaro. Like I would love to see what's up with him. Um, the thing that confused Same. me about seeing a Lasat Jedi was like I thought the Lasat, like pre the Empire's reign. We're already like a super rare species. Yeah. So it kind of caught me off guard to see a Lasat. Like I wasn't like upset with it, but I was like, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really cool seeing his master and like, ah, just, I don't think I've ever had a star, a star Wars piece of star Wars content where I can confidently say that I love every single character this is the first time i think i'm able to say that <laughs> um just because the writing in this story is just holy shit i could say the same however because i'm such like a jedi sith force person yeah like it's not really hard for this game with this game for me to say oh i loved every character because every character is a jedi or a dark jedi Oh, yeah. So, like, oh, you know, like, typically if you have a lightsaber, I like you as a character. So, yeah. you know, this game, that watermark isn't really hard. It's just a matter of uh, making me like Grease and uh, Marin. And even Marin's Force-sensitive, so. Um, yeah, I know. Like, um, okay, I'll start, to, I'll start to try and go chronological in terms of the story. Um, I, I love Prof. He is literally a fantastic friend. Yeah, he was I, I, interesting. I, I, and I, I, I freaking love him. I love especially the way that he just like frames 
the Jedi and just how he starts to just slowly remind Cal of the Jedi when Callus is actively trying just to forget everything. He's trying to bury his past and Prof is just trying to unintentionally dig that part of the past up for Cal. And just, I don't know, just Prof as, just Prof as a friend is like, I would so get a drink with that guy. Yeah, Prof seems super cool. Um, when he died, I was like, you gotta, you gotta fucking kidding me. Like, I gotta say, the way that Cal was revealed to be a Jedi in the <laughs> opening, top-notch storytelling. I got, oh, that was wonderful. But I still feel so bad because Proth is dead. <laughs> Proth is but, very dead. Um, but, like, goddamn, the way they revealed Cal to be a Jedi was just, oh, impeccable. Yeah, I one of my favorite things about this game, honestly, as a lightsaber person, as a lightsaber enthusiast, yeah. there was something that very, very, very felt satisfying to me about the fact that the game makes you take your lightsaber combat seriously. Like, oh, and, and, Cub, and Cubs made a very good point earlier. Like every like the com the comparison of this game to the Force Unleashed is not is like like, and everybody was making the comparison because I felt like. Before we knew anything about the game, like on a on a hands on level, that was the closest analog anybody could think of in in Star Wars. I think because yeah. this, the the fact that it's Star Wars limits kind of our per, not prerogative, yeah. our per, perception. No, um, peripheral, peripheral vision. Yeah. Thank you, Connor. You're um, welcome. <laughs> uh, it limits our peripherals because like. The first time I saw like proper gameplay, the well, the first trailer we got, I thought the story was going to be completely different. I thought it was going to be you world hopping, trying to outrun, like not outrun the empire, but like hide proper, yeah, in, like populated areas. So obviously, that instead was you went to like the most some of the most like bumfuck planets in the galaxy. Yeah, and like it was much more there. There was no stealth orient. There is a little bit. That's of another like issue I had. That, like your only option a lot of the time was like all out combat, and I don't even like stealth combat that much. But I like having the option yeah. of not having to fight an entire platoon of stormtroopers. <laughs> but. I, uh, I probably would choose to anyway. The the first time I saw combat, I was like, "Oh, it's Dark Souls." Yeah, and I a lot of people didn't. A lot of people in the Star Wars realm didn't pull that perception, right? At least to me, I didn't look very hard, but I didn't see it. I'm not I'm trying to think of a way to put this. I'm not big into Star Wars gaming realm because the most recent star wars games have been games that i refuse to buy yes it's just fair um, and so the looking at that and going oh finally a dark souls that i can play and find interest in yeah cool you know because he has a space sword <laughs> and if i and i it won't let me hit npcs who kill me every time i respawn yeah uh I really appreciate because you know in Force Unleashed like it's just such a hack and slash you know yeah yeah. with Fallen Order Definitely. like I love the fact that Fallen Order like makes you find your own lightsaber combat strategy 
like I found myself relying on my saber staff when there was like big group engagements. Oh yeah. But like on one on ones, I was mm-hmm. very like like group engagements and like the beasts. Because like it's very important to be able to outpace those animals. Especially like the big ones that can like fuck your day up in one hit. To be Octo, able to Bogdo, baby. Octo, Let's Bogdo, go. the giant blue ones on Zepho <laughs> in the caves. Like oh, those, like those yes. big motherfuckers. I, the spiders on Kashyyyk as well. Like being able to like dance around them with how fast that saber staff is was yeah, very was no, very definitely. helpful. However, yeah, no, I need spiders to, killed me. Yeah. However, if I'm like uh, like going toe to toe with the second sister, I did not care about speed. I was like, no, I need like I cared about speed insofar as dodging, but like I'm only going to be able to hit you every so often. I need to make every hit count. So I immediately switched, and not immediately, it took me a while to figure out, my odds against you are way better if I'm using one blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, same. And my ability to use those, like, really big, heavy, like, power swing cleaves, like, her health bar went down way faster when I switched to one blade. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And- actually, no, the more I think about it, actually, so... Because this was the first time I pretty much played a game that had this sort of thoughtful combat to it. Um, I'm going to cell phone myself. Uh, I'm a very fucking casual when it comes to gaming. <laughs> That's um, fair. So, like, be, I was a button masher for the longest time on pretty much every game. So... When I started to play this game, I pretty much went to that because that's all I knew. And even then, I kind of knew it was just felt wrong. Like just being a button masher, even on story mode, I was just, it just felt like wrong to do so. So, and this was also because of the fact that I totally forgot about the lock on feature. And I discovered it late in the game. And I'm just sat there like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I didn't use it much on my first playthrough. I only, okay. I, re- I used it a decent amount on Ilum just because like all of the snow and the stormtrooper it's armor. Hard to see. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's because hard to I see. picked purple, that was also so bright that like, I was just oh. like, I need, I want to see everything in front sure. of me. And like, I also kind of yeah. got worked up by that scene that like, I was like, I need something to help me focus here. Now, yeah. after that, I didn't use it much, and I haven't used it much in my Grandmaster playthrough until, again, fighting the second sister on Zepho. Yeah. When yeah. she starts force dashing around you, bro, mm. having that lock on her, you you immediately go to where she's at. Mm-hmm. And you okay. like literally don't break contact with her. Like You're like just staring at her, basically. And it, it, it works how it's, you know, the, the JonTron, you know, if you do the thing and you don't fuck it up, it works. It just works. Yeah. The lock-on you know, works. Like once I... And it works really well, Good. especially in those lightsaber duels mm-hmm. where you need oh, yeah. to keep your eyes on your opponent. And it came in so handy. And again, like I spent like an hour and a half last night just fighting the second sister. And I almost cried. Like I literally like the story you told about how your friend was like squ- yeah. like almost like, almost crushed his fucking controller, or was that you or Pierce? I think it was Pierce. Okay, Pierce told me then about how his one friend was like yeah not like out of like gamer rage, but just like got so white knuckled that he crushed his Xbox controller by accident. Oh shit! And like last night, like I had that happening to me. 
or like every time and it was it wasn't like oh i'm so angry i'm gonna smash my controller it was just that like body response of like tensing up yeah with the stress of like i heard my controller crack a little bit i didn't do any damage to it but i was like oh shit like i'm like developing a vice grip with how much anxiety this fight is giving me but and it's it's satisfying when you develop that rhythm uh, what's up don't worry about it oh, okay um and like once you develop that rhythm of like okay we're going 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 well like i figured out how to dance around the second sister i figured out like like there's high risk high, and that granted that's as far as i am in the story mode play or my grandmaster playthrough like one of my like there was a strategy i used uh that was very high risk high reward that kind of bit me in the ass that i tried a couple times that like because the <laughs> second sister kept killing me whenever i scored my first hit on her the game went into slow-mo mm -hmm. so what i would do was when the doors of the elevator opened up first thing i did was force freeze her Oh shit, okay. So like the door opened up, I force freeze her, and then I hold down Y so I could do like the dash attack. Okay. So then the game would go into slow-mo because it would reimburse me for my force energy. So now my force bar is full again. So then I force froze her a second time, and just because the way the hitbox was, yeah. I jumped and started light attacking her. Like like just spamming the X button while I was in midair. And did that a couple times. Now, when you do that, you put yourself very easily in her hitbox. Yeah. So you're going to okay, lose yeah, like yeah, half yeah. of your health bar if you don't do, if your strategy isn't force freeze, one, two, three, four, force freeze, hit her again, and then run. Yeah. Okay, and get distance yeah. again. There were a couple times where I made a whole lot of progress really quickly by blitzing her like that, but it took the shit out of my health bar. Yeah, I and then I had why. to use a stem, and I was like, "Okay, yeah. I'm down to two. I and my back's yeah. against the wall already." I was upset in exploring post game to realize that I had missed stems. Dude, yeah. oh my! <laughs> I I don't know how I came on to some of them. How many like did you five... have at the end of the game, Connor? At the end, six. Holy what? shit! <laughs> I also only had three. I had four. I had four or five by the time I finished my first playthrough. I, I think three. it was. It was either like five or it was like five or six. I I didn't do a lot one, of extra exploring though. The yeah. one I found on Dathomir pretty much by accident, and then there was one on Bagano that like I knew about, but just took forever because of this, just because of where it was placed. Connor, you know more about this game than I do. Is there a way to fight that dragon? No. Fuck. I I know. I've looked. Dude, I want to fight the dragon, <laughs> but he looks so no. friendly. I, I don't want to fight him. I don't want to kill him. But he looks so friendly. I want to ride him. Yeah. Okay. I want. Okay. I would rather Bro, ride him. That fucking. And he looks friendly from a distance. He does not look friendly when you're underneath his cave. Bro, legit. Because he looks like he's like he's like mm, you look good with some barbecue sauce on you. That creature on Dathomir. Which one? Uh, the, oh, the, the fucking, fucking bat. Boss, the, the oh fucking, my yeah, god, I gotta fight that bat. Bro, oh, legit, no. every time... I, I don't want to fight the I, bat. I died so many times trying to fucking latch onto him. Travis, so many times. I do not want to fight that bat on Grandmaster. Yo, yeah, fuck that. You um, scared? 
I am very you scared. scared. You scared little bitch boy? I'm a hey. No, I'm a scared. I can not, see why. That I'm thing not was a scared little bitch boy. Fuck. I'll square up with the bat. On Grandmaster? Yeah. Yeah? I never said I'd win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking I did I know I won't sleep until I beat it. That's my problem. <laughs> yeah. So start at no. eight AM and Yeah, start at eight AM and maybe no. by ten thirty the next day I'll have killed the bat. Um You'll have broken the bat. <laughs> we'll see. So Connor, are you familiar with uh some of the really weird achievements in the game for like really weird specific stuff? I think so. Okay, like, have you I'm gone? I'm trying to remember some of them. I remember, isn't there one? Aren't there like ones related to like the chests or whatever? I don't know about any of the chests. Are you familiar with the achievement? Cal got your tongue. Yes, it's okay. when yeah, it's when you uh like cut off. I think either just one of the Ogdo's tongues or the, like the Ogdo Bogdo itself. Yeah, it's one of the Ogdo that like you like force pull the tongue out and then cut slice it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Wait, do you have to wait, wait? Do you have to force pull and then cut it, or can you, if they try to get you, you evade, so, then force freeze it, then cut it? I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. The gameplay so I saw. The gameplay I saw was like the Ogdo Bogdo. Well, okay. Is the Ogdo Bogdo like the really fucking big one? Yeah. Guarding the chest. The really fucking yeah. big one. Okay. And even on story mode for me, he was a hard motherfucker to kill. So is it just an Ogdo? The, it's pretty the much an Ogdo, frog? but bigger. No, 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 like, no, no. Do you just call that the, meme Are the of, normal frogs do, just called Ogdo? Yeah. Okay. The species are just called, yeah. Okay, Literally, so it's an Ogdo. Ogdo is that meme of, who are you? I am you, but stronger. It's literally that meme. Okay, well, okay, then I, I, I've been misspeaking. The Ogdo, it's you get it on a normal Ogdo. Okay. That the gameplay I saw, they lit up red for like the unblockable attack. Yeah. You force freeze it as its tongue comes out. Then you force pull the tongue to you. Oh, okay. And then you hit it with your lightsaber and then you do a significant amount of damage to it and you get an achievement called Cal Got Your Tongue. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I just love this game so much and I've been having so mm -hmm. much fun with it and... Travis, I know you have your very, very, very valid loathing of EA. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't like this is a respawn game. Yeah, they're they're pretty separate from this. Like the only thing EA about this is the fact that their name is on. They it. distributed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to bring up what Cub said before, I don't think that. I think we got a full game, and if we get DLC, I will happily buy it. I would rather see the story continued in a full game to get a full story. That's fair. Because I know I'll get to yeah. the end of that, you know, $15 DLC and just be like, I need more. I need, yeah. Give, it to, give me more. Yeah, I like, and I very rarely am like, okay, I want an expansion pack now. Also, like, having it, you have to have it be a side story, like a side story that fits into your main story, which is weird, because... When you finish the game, the ex the exploration mode you're on is set right before the final mission. Yeah, I found that a bit weird. That, well, it's, it's I don't not, know why. It's not super uncommon, but like yeah. the fact that you can't because like Far Cry Five does the same thing because nukes go off at the at the end. Yeah. Right? Oh shit. Okay. So like, you know, this there are certain story beats and dialogue options that only work 
I'm assuming for this, that only makes sense pre the finale. Yeah. I think you could also do it the same way Spider-Man does it. Where like where you access it through a separate menu. Yeah. Okay. Where you go to like a separate menu that is post you escaping the fortress and then it is like, you know, you go to the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Or, you know, like, I just, I would love to see some other adventure. Like, there's a part of me that, like, I kind of got my fill of, like... Well, kind of like how in, in Force Unleashed, the, um, you have to just start a new game and select the DLC mission. Yeah. And it's its own save file. Okay. Yeah. I love, I, like, I, I would think that would work as well. But, like, I kind of got my feel, or my fill, rather, of, like, the... I think Connor just muted himself. A little bit of wham goes a long way. Uh, wham. <laughs> wham. Uh, Earn that exclamation mark. <laughs> I, re I think I got my fill of like lightsaber combat. I would very much love a mission that's like you like fighting a crime syndicate. Yeah. That like, you know, like whatever, like whatever group of people that Grease is in deep with. That, like, you go head-to-head -head with, like, mm -hmm. you know, the crime syndicate. Or, like, hell, like, I would love them to add a mode that's just, like, a fight club. Because in the, in the save file, there was something that said Umbaran Fight Club. And I thought that there was going to be, like, an endless enemy mode. And I would love... And I was, like, hoping there would be one because I wanted to, like, train in the combat system. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to, like, learn my strategies, learn the best way to, like, chain force abilities into my lightsaber combat. Um, so I would love something like that. I would love to see uh, Cal go head-to-head -head with, like, Jedi hunters who aren't Inquisitors. You know? Like, yeah. there's, there's just so much other stuff I want to see. Well, did you, that, like, um, I don't think you can base a whole game around. How much exploration but, did you do after the ending? After the ending? Not a whole lot. I basically, like, went back to Zepho and, like, just to swing around a purple lightsaber a little bit longer. Did you... And started Grandmaster. So, have you run into any of the bounty hunters? Oh, I've dealt with a shitload of the bounty hunters. Okay. Yeah. Fuck the bounty hunters. I would... But, like, here's my I'm thing. Back. I want to deal with more than just, like... The same four people who are dressed the same or, like, a bunch of mechs. Yeah. Like, I want to deal with, like, oh, hey, there's a Trandoshan over there, and there's a Nikto, and there's a Travis caressing my leg with his foot. Um, <laughs> you know, different shit, you know? I want, to, I want to experience more of that, like, seedy underworld where, you know, Cal's kind of the odd man out, and you got to deal with some really nasty shit. You know, that could be another thing. Like, Saw Gerrera calls you in, and he's like, hey... If you have the time, we need to attack this Imperial refinery on fucking where elect Sullust or some shit. Hey, we need your help. Like, come to us. Come with us to this planet. And that's what I was going to say earlier. And, like, the conversation kind of got away from it. We're like, I don't necessarily want Cubs to become a member of the Rebel Alliance. You just say Cubs. Yeah, you said no, cubs. I, <laughs> I went to say cow. I went to say how Cubs said how I agree with him on the point of like I was associating the thought that he voiced 
Thank you. How Cubs said that he didn't want Cal to like become a permanent member of the Rebel Alliance. I also like the idea that like Cal kind of like pokes his head in every now and again, like, "Hey, you got any stormtroopers you need me to kill?" On my way. <laughs> like, he'd do something like that, or like that. There's some like imperial stronghold that like saws calling in the partisans and you. And I really yeah. hope that like we. You know, you add a way for, like, your allies to fight side by side with you, not necessarily as a multiplayer thing, but, like, seeing Seer, which, by the way, if there is a sequel, I so badly want to see Seer um, purify that Inquisitor Saber. Oh, my. Yeah. Or, like, just take the crystal out and, like, build a new one. No, 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 no. Fuck that. You, You have me sold on the purification. That... Would be so fucking again, Like legit. I said before, like she found her faith again. Yeah. Like I think at this point, Seer is a hundred percent okay with identifying as Jedi again. Oh and yeah. Takes 100%. that shit seriously. I wonder why. I'm tr- I'm still like trying to wrap my head around why she knighted Cal with her Padawan or her former Padawan saber. I'm guessing it was just a sort of. This is here. Here, and- I'm in. Imb- I'm embracing the trauma of what I did in the past and going with it. I don't know. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on it? I mean, I, it, it was kind of jarring to see somebody be like knighted with a red lightsaber. I definitely thought yeah. there was supposed to be a message there, but I still haven't figured it out. It's one of those, like there's something here that I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not piecing this together, but I know it's there. Well, I think yeah. it, I mean, me personally, I thought like the hidden meaning to that was showing that the Jedi Order is never going to be the same, and that it's forever going Ooh, to be interesting. It's, it's forever going to be sullied by what the Empire did to it. And you know, you can you can look at that as Cal is in a metaphorical and literal way being knighted by his trials against the Inquisitorius. Okay. That like because he's going head to head with the Empire, you're seeing an Imperial lightsaber be used to knight him in the same way that it is in a metaphorical way, his transcendence into his hero state to be um whatever. I think there's a lot of ways to read that. Um I think it also has a visual metaphor for Seer of even though I've touched the dark side and I've been sullied by it in some way, shape, or form, I am not I am not unworthy of the force. Yeah. Um, and I really do want to see her come full circle in that way um, and take that lightsaber up and purify it. Especially yeah. because it's Trilla's. Yeah. Yeah. No. Especially. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Because it's Trilla's. Like, the, like, she, like, she's carrying with her the lightsaber crystal that Trilla bled. And then for Seer to purify that and carry that with her is like, it's it's literally she's walking around with a m- reminder, mm. a metaphor of yeah. like, I fucked up the last time, we do it right this time. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, her way to make it right. Travis, what are you looking um, at time-wise? Hour 15. Hour 15. Uh, Connor, do you have any more thoughts you want to get out on Fallen Order? Oh, Jesus Christ. There's so many. Um, okay. I will say with Dathomir. Okay. Um, my one 
fuck i can't think right now there's just so much shit there's that that is there especially for cal kestis all right i'm just gonna say this outright cal kestis is now my favorite star wars character and i think it's literally because i identify him i identify with him and see myself see a lot of myself in him so much because his one central character trait is that despite living in the dark times he still has this hopeful optimism and positivity about him that things will get better and that's one thing literally so many of my friends and family have said they've noticed about me that i never really took to heart that's sweet until i, like I played the game yeah and I was like, holy shit. Also, the fact that <laughs> Cal's journey. I'm sorry, Travis just, is giving me the face for a meme I just sent into the Dubak chat. Oh, uh, shit. Um, Cal's journey is just so narratively satisfying. Like, I'm, a ha I'm happy I'm not a writer because literally the way I thought his story was going to go was kind of typical in that he would try to save the Jedi order, but die in the process. And that was, that's literally all I thought. Like he would, that was literally, literally that was actually my one hope for the game was that she would die. And I'm really happy. That's not the case. Well, that was, that was my thing. I was like, if Vader shows up, he has to die. Yeah. And the fact like, that like, like the game subverted my expectations the whole way through up to and including Cal just barely surviving Darth Vader. I know. Because of like, because of just sheer circumstance. I know. Um, the force wills it. Trust only in the force. Uh, God. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Fuck. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, his just like that whole aspect of trust only in the force. I was like, holy fucking shit. That is actually amazing. And when Marin said to Cal, "Oh, what's the what's the importance of say of getting this holocron?" and Cal's just kind of like stuttering his words of just and giving just like this whole like typical answer. Yeah. And then he something, goes to something Bagano. Jedi, something something order, something I something think, something yeah. we have to save the order. And I just like literally when he said that, and I'm like, he's gonna destroy the holocron. Oh shit! I, I, this might happen, and then like literally when the force vision happened, where it's like this is what it's gonna, this is what's gonna happen to these padawans if you train them during this time. I was like, he's see, I didn't see that as this is will happen. I said that more of like a this could this happen, this, and the yeah, fact that it yeah, even this could is, like is every reason why future. you shouldn't. Yeah, and I was just like, he's gonna destroy the holocron, and that is. Honestly, the story that is honestly the direction I was not expecting, but I love. And I've seen so many people not okay, not I've seen like a few people just be like, Oh, what the fuck? Why the fuck did he destroy the holocron? This whole story's pointless. And I'm just sitting there like, No, it's actually not if you actually like paid attention. Yeah, to well, it. no, the whole point of the story that's and it, just me. Well, the whole point of the story is showing that like the ultimate act of abuse and oppression is taking somebody else's choice away from them yeah and cow made like, the choice to keep to let those kids keep their choices yeah and leave them up to the force i mean 
Um, he literally learns three things in this story, and I have it written down somewhere. I cannot remember where, but he just learns to um, trust in people. And by trusting in people, Cal uses his compassion and kindness to help, um, like, to help Seer, Grease, and Marin get through their trauma as well. Like, that's something, that's another thing I kind of do too, is just I use my kindness and compassion to help other people get through their crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel that, man. I love that. Um, and again, you need to cosplay Cal he trusts, he trusts only in the Force. Just the fact that he's just will he's just willing to let this higher power just deem his path deem whatever path necessary is for him is just amazing. And the fact that he just goes he just accepts his past. He accepts and fully embraces um his past and past trauma and uses it to carve out a better path for himself. And I li- and this is where I'm going to talk about Dathomir because Dathomir for me, outside of Clone Wars appeal and expansion of Dathomirian lore, which was fucking impressive. I was still trying to figure out like, what's the point of Dathomir being here? And literally when Cal um, confronts his greatest fear of, he failed his master and not only not in not in not only failing to save him himself, but not adhering to his teachings via his via his sacrifice of trust only in the force. And because of this, Cal just immensely fails to truly embrace his past fears, instead running from them because of what he suffered, and he breaks his saber in the process, which to me is super symbolic in that he's starting to break under the pressure of trying to fulfill his master's teachings while also dealing with his past and fully embracing it. And when that, and when like, when that happened, when he uh, faced his vision, that vision of um, Jared to Paul and Jared to Paul basically just roasts him outright. And then he breaks his saber. I legit was like, Oh, now I get why they chose death. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, I, and then literally when we go to Ilum, I'm like, rebirth, baby, let's go. Yeah. And then Cal literally hits his lowest point as a character, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. My man cannot catch a break. And then BD1 with like the fucking heart wrenching story. I think that was probably the biggest surprise for me, was like I know when Stigus Mewson said, "Oh yeah, BD One has a story." I just didn't. I just didn't think I'd expect it to be like as emotional as it was. And then when fucking Eno Cordova is like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to encrypt your memories," I'm like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah don't fucking do this to me. Don't fucking do this to me." And I just like lost it at that point. I, God damn. Uh, yeah, BD One has very quickly become one of, if not my favorite droid. Um, Travis, your final thoughts on, uh, Fallen Order. It was good. Um, it was something truly special. I, I Fuck. really enjoyed this game. I feel like I didn't experience the story the way you guys did. 
and maybe because I spent so long in the beginning on Dathomir getting my ass kicked. <laughs> That's probably why. Like, I just felt, like, after that, I was like, I've spent approximately an hour and a half in this game already with no development of the story, and that is entirely <laughs> my fault. And now I guess I'll start this story. <laughs> Oh, I gotta say, like, also, sorry, one of the coolest fucking moments in this game for me was in the duel with the ninth sister when he does that flip and cuts off her hand. I legit let out an audible, oh shit, let's go. Yeah, yeah that when was that dope. happened, I got so hyped. And I still do whenever I watch that part of the game. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, it, it took a while for me to realize, like, Except I almost died like nine times by the monster. I bad. actually beat it on my first try. I was pretty impressed. I had like barely any I did left. too, but I was like down to my like minuscule health like three times. And those fucking yeah. stims saved me. <laughs> yeah, I uh I don't know. Like this the story because it I kind of started it in an odd spot, it never really resonated with me. As, until, like, about halfway through. Like, around the yeah. time we started seeing... Uh, I think it might have been the Order 66 flashback that I was... Uh, oh. That okay. got me. Story's starting now. Cool. <laughs> it's starting oh, oh, now. <laughs> Not that, you know. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and from there, it, I was pretty engrossed in it. But, like, it took a minute. It took a solid minute. Uh, Gameplay-wise, I think this game was fun. And the glitches were funny because I was on Jedi Knight, but oh, shit. when when you have a game where your combat is so dependent on your on animation timing, right? Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> I I'm not excited for my Grandmaster playthrough. Also, the double bladed lightsaber always felt weird to me. Not even from like the lore perspective. I mean, like in literal combat. It felt like some of my swings wouldn't hit right. I get that. Yeah. Like there was no weight behind the contact and it would and even though it's telling me it happened, where otherwise yeah. like I make contact, controller violent like I feel it several ways, you know, and watch their stamina deplete. Versus Oh, it says I hit him, but I didn't feel that at all. Nope, I didn't feel that at all in the controller. And like the lightsaber and the and their baton are like kind of missing each other a little bit, and like it just weird things like that with animations. Yeah. Um, but I thought the gameplay was still enjoyable. Yeah. Right. You know, I found a lot of fun in the combat system, um, and the exploration too. Especially, I think another highlight for me was just the platforming, because See especially that? later in the game, where um, the platforming just got both more complex and more frequent. I always got a thrill, uh, a, a rush of thrill and excitement whenever I would just like automatically just go, you know, climb, jump, slide, do that over I, and over again. I, it was just so fucking cool. If I never had to slide down another hill, I would take that chance immediately. Yeah. Because I, every single time, I would fly right off a turn because uh, like the game yes. the game wants you to keep going straight but doesn't account for turns in the slides. Yeah. So and there'd be times where I'd try to yeah, yeah. overcorrect. So. Also, um 
I know I was spoiled for this like a week before I played the game, but when the second sister revealed her face, my legit first reaction was, oh, fuck, she's hot. Oh, no, no she's, she's hot. hot. <laughs> I'm glad we were all on the same page, gentlemen. That was literally this thing I thought, but I'm like, I'm going to add my own spin to it. So, but oh. the fact that she's just such a tragic character, too, is just amazing. Jerry, your final thoughts? I, this was the Jedi Purge game I've, story I've been waiting for. Um, it's about trauma and humanity, and it's not just the same old, like, you know. It's Force Unleashed, but better in, like, not every even, I, I, I don't even want to compare it to the Force Unleashed. Yeah. There's just something about the game that just feels so much more real and so much more yeah, it's human. More grounded. It's just there's just something more human about the game that I quite enjoyed. Yeah. Pardon me. Uh, <laughs> Sheets is coming back to kick my ass. Um Oof. I very much love that humanity to it. Uh I love the combat. I love the saber combat. I love all of these characters. However, the glitches never bothered me on story mode. I barely even noticed them. However, on Grandmaster, Travis, holy fuck, you're exactly right. It is yeah, terrifying when the shit does not, yeah, whenever the shit does not line up the way it's supposed to, it is horrifying. Um, I think the lightsaber customization is so stellar that when you realize that, like, your outfits are just a matter of color palettes, same thing for BD1, same thing for the... Uh, Stinger Mantis and the same thing for your fucking ponchos. It's a little disappointing. I could have used for more outfit variation again. Yeah. Like Cub said earlier, Cal swinging his lightsaber all over the place. So like, just put the asshole in some Jedi robes. And even if you're not going to do that, if you could give me something other than garbage man outfit, I'd like that. <laughs> yeah. But outside of that, I really, really did enjoy the game. And I am very excited about it uh, and hoping that there is more content from this line and these, this style of game and mechanic uh, moving forward. Connor, final score. Okay, I'll do this in three parts. Uh, story, 9.9 out of 10. Um, gameplay slash combat, 10 out of 10. Exploration, Nine out of ten. Travis, if you want to keep the same convention as Connor, uh, story will get probably a nine out of ten. Combat, I want to give a solid eight point five. Okay. Nah, eight, eight. There, there's too many little and to the exploration for me specifically in things like the climbing and the sliding and such gets a 7.5 all right i okay i like a i despised having to press a button to climb on things <laughs> i despise yeah them. okay that i can see i despise I the shit automatic. that you can't climb yeah, well, there's there are like me, there's like clear metal 
ledges that you should be able to climb onto. And you can't. But like, yeah. oh, but this motherfucker can like grab onto a vine like a motherfucker. And it's very, like, the game is very awkward about when you can and can't. Like, when you're supposed to press a button to do something versus when it's going to happen automatically. Yeah. And it never tells you. And I, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Um, but, that does, like, it's not abhorrently broken. There was never – I never got to a point where I was doing a, like, exp, like parkourish sequence where I had to put yeah. my controller down and shut the game off and go, I will come back to this with a level head. Yeah. We're like I'm was, stuck on that on like on your return to Zepho right now. I'm stuck on like when you're after you fight the second sister where you're like you climb up like one pillar with vines and then you jump to the side and then you climb up to the second one and the platform's like down here off to your left. I can't jump off and land over there. I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know what the fuck I did the first time. So I'm stuck there. I had to do that today. Oh damn. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what that makes my average, probably like, probably in eight, somewhere in the eight range, but. Oh, yeah, my average would probably be like a 9.2 out of 10 or something, I don't know. But over, so. like, I enjoyed the game a lot, and it needs yeah. some fixes, and I think those fixes come in a sequel, where you are working, and granted, we're getting new generation systems soon. Yeah, I, that's another big part of it for me is I don't know how much of it has to do with the fact that comparatively my Xbox One is a fucking dinosaur. Yeah, I don't – well – I just hope, I just hope the sequel comes out on PS4 because – It probably, probably won't. won't. It is almost guaranteed yeah. not to. Unfortunately. But God I, damn it. I already had to buy a PS5 for Spider-Man too, so here we are. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. Okay. Uh, Jared. Yes. Give me numbers that – are arbitrary, but t uh, definitely mean something. <laughs> Don't you get all nihilistic on me. Uh, story, for me, easy 10 out of 10. Uh, gameplay and combat. <laughs> that, that was the score. <laughs> that was the score. That literally <laughs> just fell onto my, just... That out of 10. Yeah. Uh, gameplay and combat. <laughs> if I could grade the combat by itself, it would be like a nine and a half. Um, but the gameplay on its own, outside of that, with how fucky the parkour can be sometimes and stuff like that, <laughs> uh, and the climbing, it gets on my nerves a little bit. The glitches constantly. Yeah. Um, the fact that like I'll just be sprinting and then the game decides it has to load for forty seconds. Gameplay is going to take a hit and probably come down to like an eight. Uh, exploration. Despite me being bad at this kind of thing and getting lost very often, but that's on me. I have so much fun. What in the fuck are you doing? You've been doing this all night. What are you doing? I'm looking at you through the thing and I'm looking at you through that. And I'm yeah. Gonna, and I'm looking at you through that. And now. Uh, what are you seeing? I'm just seeing your face in the bars. Yeah. 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 And then, because I have a loop here. Yeah. Know, I'll look at you through the loop. Look at me through the loop. Uh, exploration. I'll give it nine out of ten. Just, it's been a lot of fun to explore. Uh, at this point, I just want to find as many peace and justice parts for my lightsaber, because that's the one that I built at Galaxy's Edge, and I'm just waiting to get a shit ton of peace and justice parts so I can throw a purple lightsaber on there. 
and use my Galaxy Z lightsaber in Fallen Order. Understandable. So mine averages oh. out at, you know, probably like eight or nine-ish. I will say, um, for those curious, the reason the story for me isn't a 10 out of 10 and is only is a 9.9 is because I pretty much expected Vader to be in this game from the outstart from the start of it. And when he showed up at the end, I legitimately said, You've gotta be fucking kidding me. I I'll have to replay the story, but just the first time I played it, I was not a huge fan of his appearance. But Vader. then again, I think that's more so the fact that he is a symbol of the franchise and just being a symbol of the franchise, he's featured in almost every single bit of content. I mean, it made sense me. for him to be here though. Like, especially yeah. since like you're literally yeah, in his back, like, you're in his backyard. Because of, yeah. Like, because of sense. where Fortress Inquisitorius is in accordance with Mustafar. So like, but that's just, that's literally the reason why it's a 9.9. Anyone curious? It's like super nitpicky, but then again, Vader's appearance was actually pretty solid. It wasn't like super fucking stupid ass fan service, like fun. Um, it actually made narrative sense, I'd say, and it like was effective, unlike Rogue One. So that is a hot take that we can discuss at a later date. I However, did not like his scene in Rogue One. That is all I'll say. Well, Connor, uh, you can go find a different podcast to guest on. Uh, all right. You're, you're, you are <laughs> fired. Uh, you're making that executive decision. I legit right? had my brother fucking just be like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, maybe, like, maybe, your brother, maybe your brother should come on this podcast instead of you. He hates The Last Jedi. Well, I guess you'll do. Uh, <laughs> So I guess you'll do. I was that was the moment where like we knew I knew Cubs would come back was when he realized that like we were one of the good ones. You were one of the good yeah. Ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We had yeah, taste yeah, in my film. Just, I don't, you know, my whole entire family just eh. That's all I'll say. Block them. <laughs> yeah, excommunicate them. Anyway, yeah. Connor, we're gonna bring this down to a close. Where can the yeah. lovely people find you, my boy? Um, they can find me on Twitter at Depa Banana. They can find me on Instagram at Depa Banana JFO because Instagram can go fuck itself because for some reason when I tried to make my Twitter username, my Instagram username, Instagram was like, oh, that username isn't available. And I'm like, the fuck? Let's so that's see. where they can find me. They can also find me on Facebook. Yeah, I do want to see who the fuck is using Depa Banana. Yeah, I want to be like, all right, I'm the alpha here. Give me this goddamn name. Um, they can find me on Facebook too. Admin in the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics, a Facebook group where our whole entire vision is to just discuss constructively, positively, and respectfully the new old and upcoming content of star wars so that's where hey, you can find me hey connor i have bad news oh boy instagram lied to you <laughs> there's no other account with the name depa banana it's just you fam all right instagram's gonna be getting a message from me <laughs>
It's like, hey. Like, what I the can fuck? see the angry email already. Dear fucking casuals. <laughs> <laughs> it must be, someone must have had that as a name of their account that got deactivated, but like, yeah, it's still it's, in the system or yeah. whatever. Travis, where can the lovely people find you? On Twitter and Instagram at Travis Political. And on TikTok. We don't have, uh, that's not my name on TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. I showed Kaysen. Yeah. Your Jeffrey Epstein video, and he fucking died. It's up to 54,000 views. Hell yeah. 54 and some change. I love that for you. Should be getting paid. Yes. Jared. Yes. Where can the people find you? Not here. Uh, <laughs> um, the, for those of you at home who couldn't see, I kind of like faked like I was about to run away. Um, you guys he's, find me. He's gonna take the whole fucking rig with yeah. him. <laughs> Fuck the footrest, just like you know, running it down the hill. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dark Jedi twenty five fifty two. You can find my cosplay group, New Regime Cosplay, on Instagram. Uh, be sure to follow and like Dubak Discussion on all the other social media accounts: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You know the drill. Follow Dubak on all that stuff and listen to the other shows. Listen to Hall of Heroes. Or we are at some point, this is probably coming at way after the countdown, but we are doing our comic book movies ranked as our like very close to Christmas episode. So tune in for that to hear what we thought about uh, this year in comic book wanna, movies. I don't want to watch Dark Phoenix. You got to watch Dark Phoenix. You, you get to watch Shazam. I have to watch Shazam. Don't make me watch Dark Phoenix. You have to watch Dark I Phoenix. Fuck off. I don't want to watch Dark Phoenix. You need to watch Dark Phoenix. Fuck off. I don't want to watch Dark Phoenix. <laughs> you need to watch Dark Phoenix. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gonna pay for it? But, yeah, I'll rent you a copy. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, Travis yeah, was like betting he got called out. Uh but uh yeah, check out Hall of Heroes, check out Gordon Moore, Down the Rabbit Hole, Jerk the Curtain, Wicked Wednesday, and Dubex Sports. Uh, be sure to check out the audio commentaries if you haven't already. I'm sure by now our review for The Rise of Skywalker is out. Uh, we're recording this on December 10th, so we've not seen the movie yet at the time of this recording, uh, but we will have Guys, probably by the time you hear it. We're nine days away from seeing a new Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Yeah. I'm going to lose my shit, so don't talk about it too much. Uh, also, I've been waiting to talk of, mention this. And I can't hold it in any longer. Yeah. You have a little tuft of hair. Yeah. That is like hanging down like this. The shadow that it's casting. Yeah. Especially the fact that the microphone and pop filter is covering your face and mouth. Looks like you have like a little mouth on your forehead and that your head is upside down. The way the shadow is casting onto your head. Okay. From my angle. And it's been really entertaining, and I've not stopped looking at it the entire fucking time. Okay, I don't, I don't know what that means. Hold on, I'm trying to. Oh, I see. Now. <laughs> I understand. I'm sorry. I'm a fucking idiot. Anyway, we are honored that you guys have joined us, and remember, trust only in the force. <laughs>